When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, mm. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, how's it going over there? Uh, it's kind of rotten. Yeah, it's real rotten. So uh, we decided uh, as a show oh, God. on the Colleen and Bradley show that the way that we were going to make <sighs> some extra money for the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund would be to challenge ourselves to the refrigerator challenge. This, this is, is so nasty. That's nasty. We said if we could get donations up to $125,000 during our show, we would go into the refrigerator in the kitchen at, which has been neglected since we started. You guys, it stinks. Okay, we had masks on and it was like, I could smell knock it you my over. I had the refrigerator open. Bradley was down the hall and he was like, that's nasty. You can smell it. It's Bad situation. I had to stare. You took um, something out of your... I took my own lunch from, like, literally last week. Why is your lunch still in there from last week? I forgot about it. Oh. And then I remembered it when we were talking about how nasty so the refrigerator is. So what is in... Set. And also, how are we recording this? I'm going to record it here. I'll record. Because I can... Yeah. Can we'll you record d- the screen? I'm going to record you, and then I can oh. record me. Okay. So, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm recording now. I... Um, Can you hear me? I don't know if the world is going to be able to hear you, but we're going to make this work. Hold on. This is how we're going to do it. Okay. So, Bradley. Technology. Yeah. What did you get? Okay. So, I had a hard time because at first I was like, well, I don't know whose stuff is what. And there might be actual lunches happening, right? So, I didn't want to eat somebody's real lunch. And oh, then that's I- so thoughtful of you. I mean. <laughs> okay. Calm down over there or I'm going to make you eat something for charity. Uh, no, so then I was going to take croutons, and Colleen was like, you can't take croutons. Yeah, that's cheating. Thank you. Why is that cheating? They're old. Anyway, so I reached in and grabbed the next best thing. Now, you might at first glance go, well, that's not a big deal. Can you see this? Oh, it's Oikos triple zero. I bet I know whose that is. Well, I bet I know whose it is, too, but just wait, there's more. Okay. So it's um it's probably B. Arthur's, right? Oh, she loves Greek yogurt. But I don't know because here's why. At first I was like, well, that's kind of cheap for me to just pull out the yogurt. Only... Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I open the yogurt. Oh no. It's very um Is there like a pool of moisture? Any of you probably can't see that, right? No. No, it just looks like a bright light. Yeah. So go into the go light, Caroline. <laughs> The light might be the restroom in a few moments. 
This so house there's a, is clear. There's a lake of liquid uh, inside of craters of hardened yogurt. Is the yogurt crusty? Would you like to know the expiration oh. date? Uh, oh, dear, yeah. What would be an acceptable yogurt expiration date for you? I don't know. Like, I would still eat it if it said June 15th. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> May 28th. Oh, toxic, toxic. All right. Are you going to go first? Yeah. You can stir the chunks. Oh, God, it's like cheese. You guys, it's like cheese. Can you see that? Oh, I can't really see it. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Don't take a big bite, please. Like how much? Like just, that? Like you can just put it like on just your tongue. The, the, there, like that. Uh, Do it. Yep, we bite. There you go. Uh, oh, uh, That was a bigger bite than I was anticipating. Yeah. How does it taste? It honestly doesn't taste bad. Okay, that's the best part. <laughs> I mean, I'm not putting more in my mouth. No, 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 no. Nor should you. Oh, L, 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 L. Okay, do you have a beverage? Oh, ugh. Okay. All right. I'll figure that out while you tell us, again, if you're just joining us and wondering what on earth are these two doing... We're putting toxic food items from the kitchenette at work into our mouth because we got $125,000 in charity. Actually, a lot more. Thank you. And um, I pulled out month-plus-old yogurt. Uh, expired, that is. Month-plus mm-hmm. expired. Um, Colleen, what did you pull out? Okay, so here's this is going to be tough. Oh. Hold on. I know what I'll do. I'm going to do this. It's hard to figure out how to tape this, film this. You want me to do it for you? No, I think I think I can figure it out. Maybe. We'll figure it oh, Whatever. So I got out of the refrigerator um, my salad from last week. Can you see that? Oh, that's good. It's You're like going to open it and it's going to smell like a fart. <laughs> it's Look, There's it's the going to smell like a there. fart's fart. Like the bacteria fart. Ugh. It's a chopped Asian salad. It came in a kit. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not dressed. It's correct? not. There's dressing in here, though. So, like, should I, like, toss it? Like, are we doing the <laughs> oh, whole I thing? I think you might just. I think that. Oh. Um, True. Okay. So, is is there a way for you to quickly put a little bit of dressing on? Well, What's here, the dressing? It's like, the, it's an Asian. Hold on. This is hard. I got to. Hold on. Here, this is how we're going to do it. We're doing two videos. I'll stitch them together later. All right. Okay, so um, I got this Asian salad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to open it up. And there's dressing in it. The dressing I'm least concerned about because it's probably fine and vacuum sealed. No, it's opened. Oh. Because I used it. I used like half of it. What kind? It's an Asian. I told you it's like, like a, a vinaigrette. Yeah, it's like an a sesame situation. What okay. does it say? Uh, savory ca- green cabbage, romaine lettuce, carrot, celery, wonton strips, sliced almonds, green onion, and cilantro. Okay. So how, do, what, how does the? Because I can't see close up. How? Uh, what is the condition of the greenage? Oh, it's brown. Oh, it's God. brownage. 
Um, okay. I'm just going to squirt a little dressing on. This okay. might... Oh, God. It's so greasy, too. Oh. I know. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. I feel like squirt. it's going to continue. Okay. <laughs> it's in there. And I got a fork. <laughs> okay. So we're eating strain... We're eating expired foods. We're, I still we're have doing the it for charity. yogurt. Mm-hmm. You have the live in... the back of my mouth. The live in active cultures. Oh, God. I'm going to need some Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Okay, so okay. do you see? Okay, I'm looking. Oh. oh. Here it goes. It does not oh, look good. There oh. she goes. There she goes. Uh. uh. Uh-huh. Okay, you have to chew. Uh. Chew, chew, chew. Quick. Oh, oh God. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. oh, you guys, it's funky. Oh, no. It's really funky. Oh, no. Oh, no. And not in the good James Brown way. <laughs> funky. No. Oh, not like we want the funk. Yeah. That was disgusting. Oh, that's vile. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, now I have to down my entire Lacroix. Yeah, no, get that out of your mouth. That was sick. Hold on. I'm still. I need to have a talk with uh, B. Arthur about her yogurt habit because this this is like half full and it's ch- it's like cheese. Oh, it's disgusting. Well, you know what? Strain that. You know, you can maybe like. Do no, some... thank you. I'm surprised there's not a carpet of greenery. On this thing. Oh, can I just say? Over a month old. Did I tell you that there was rotisserie chicken in there, too? Oh, I'm so glad I dodged that bullet. I was going to take a burrito, but I didn't know if it was an old burrito or a new burrito. This was my rotisserie chicken. Oh. And I can't even open the bag. I'm scared. I wouldn't. It's not. I would just put that right in the... No, that that feels all sorts of wrong. Okay, well, that was fun. Meat products are dangerous. Agreed. I don't want you to get sick. I actually think lettuce is probably a little bit dangerous. Oh, yeah. But we'll find out. Oh, gosh. My sense is that the bite (sighs) that I had wasn't going to be enough to make me sick. That's what I'm going with. I already feel like based on the rest of the food items I put in my body today, it's not going to be good. To be fair, Bradley, would you like to list off the things that you've had today? Yeah. So I've had two pieces of pizza, Mm -hmm. a bag of Fritos. Mm -hmm. A weird fluff dessert called Summer Delight. Mm. Was it a delight? It was. In my mouth. Mm. And we had those cookie dough chunks. Yeah. Oof. Those were good. Those were really good. I might have to go wash down but what I just ate with that. on top of each other? Mm. It's a lot. I also want you to know that this orange that I have that I brought last week is hard. Okay. So Why is it hard? Because it's old. It's like lost. We need somebody. Okay, can we? Who do we send out a memo to? There is nobody. It's just the problem. It's just us. It's our fault. Whose food is in there? There's a lot of like. Whose food? Food. There's a lot of food going. I got a couple of lunches in there. Okay, well, Holly, also, do you guys know anything about the waffles? Can we also just talk about how Holly got off scot free? Yay. Pardon me. What what about the waffles? Uh, well, if we hit one hundred and forty thousand, Holly will eat something. No. Mm. Too late. No. no. Hey, Holly. Or no. Colleen. Yeah? There was a package in the refrigerator that said Cobra. Oh, that was from Colleen's school lunch <gasps> experience. I forgot about that. Oh, oh those we waffles should have eaten are those. still in there. Those are probably still good. Well, I mean. I forgot about those. Anyway, those are in there. Okay, well, um, good. And hmm. there were some, like, uh, dressing packets. Ugh. And... Well, we're going to clean that out. Somebody will. It's probably going to be me. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, whoo, 
We're going to talk to our friend from Paul's trip to the movies. Paul McGuire Grimes is going to tell us what we should stream this week on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Each Friday at this time on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to do a little thing. We like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes to see what we should be streaming this week. Hello, Paul McGuire Grimes. Hello. Hi. It's so great to hear from you guys. We're happy to have you here with us today um, to tell us what we should be watching this weekend. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, so tell us about what the selection you brought for us. Okay, we're going to Netflix for some really powerful, um, important stories that we should be watching and hearing, both in fictional films and in some documentaries and a reality show. So let's start with The Five Bloods. This is a new film from Spike Lee. Again, it's on Netflix, and it's the best movie that I've seen all year long. Wow. It's about... Oh, Bradley, yeah. No, go ahead. I want you to tell us what it's about. Yeah, so it's about four Vietnam War vets who go back to Vietnam in order to reclaim the body of their fallen soldier played by Chadwick Boseman and dig up some buried gold that they left there while serving. So it's Spike Lee. So he's kind of doing like similar to what he did with Black Klansman, where this is a fictional story, but we know many, there are many, many black Vietnam vets. And those stories we don't know, but Spike is trying to connect and successfully connecting the history to our current present so that we can see how things have or haven't changed and how, you know, so many people were fighting for war and peace and we just don't know their stories and there's no justice for them. I will say I saw the trailer and I was kind of blown away from just I didn't know about this film at all. And Mm -hmm. as the trailer went on, I was like, this looks really good. I have yet to sit down and watch it because I'll be frank. My attention span has not allowed me to sit down and watch a movie lately. But this is definitely on our list of things that um, especially because in this moment, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't watched a ton of movies. I've watched more TV. Mm -hmm. So this actually seems like something fun to uh, sit down and watch. I mean, it's. I wouldn't say that it's a fun movie because yeah. it's very heavy. It's very graphic. It's violent. It's sad. I mean, it's it's an emotional gauntlet. When you really think about, there's still no justice, and you think about Vietnam vets and the PTSD that so many of them have, and Delroy Lindo, who is one of the main vets that portrayed, um, you know, his character suffers from the worst PTSD, and he gives this powerful. One of the best performances I've seen in the last decade. We just let it all out there. And he, he, when you learn more and more about the character, you just feel for him. And Spike Lee doesn't do any, like, de-aging because it goes back and forth between present day and then all of the flashback scenes. So there's no CGI used. It's the same actors. But then he's using a really cool, like, different aspect ratio so it's using different cameras between hmm. film cameras and digital cameras and 16 millimeter film and like how we shoot certain scenes to make you feel like you're in the thick of the jungle versus and watching like home video footage of like these flashback scenes and you just are kind of drained by the end of it and then of course it's that connection to black lives matter and the fights and the protests from back then and today so that there can be justice in this world how interesting like I know that this is going to sound ridiculous, but the the timing of this, uh, that this rolled out at this very, very tense and important time, um, I mean, it's sort is, of, it's sort of like prophetic. Yeah, I mean, yes, 
it's like Spike has a way of doing that. He's been doing that his whole career, really telling these powerful stories. We saw that with Black Linesman, how he did that. And then here, it's like he just keeps telling stories and just the way that history repeats itself makes these movies more powerful. It's in, there's a Black Lives Matter section on Netflix. Make sure to check out all those titles. Five uh, stuff hey, Paul. Paul, can you, yeah. can, you, can you hang with us and on the other side of this, just go through your other two movies because we're uh, running out of time. I would love to. Okay, we'll, be, to. we'll be back with more from Paul McGuire Grimes and we'll get some crazy stupid idiots in there. Don't you worry about it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we hardly left enough time to get through all of the things that Paul McGuire Grimes wanted to tell us about uh, from Paul's trip to the movies. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. So we decided, you know what, let's just keep them around, right? Yes. Uh, and so, hi, Paul. Thank you for staying. Hello. Thanks for keeping me. So what we didn't get was, how many ticket stubs are you giving to Five Bloods from Netflix? Five out of five tickets. Ooh, okay. Wow, right. we can go back and rewatch Put that it. on There's the list. So Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what's what's next? Well, because June is Pride Month, I wanted to bring some LGBTQ content for us to talk about. And the first one is Disclosure. It's a new documentary on Netflix. It's from Laverne Cox, and it takes a look at transgender representation in film and TV, really dating back to the early 1900s, all the way through TV shows like Transparent and Pose. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And Laverne Cox, a lot of people um, would recognize her from Orange is the New Black. Yes. So she's she's producing this, and it really is this kind of chronological approach. And it really, there's a lot of people interviewed, whether it's MJ Rodriguez from Pose, Lily Wachowski from The Matrix, Candace Kane, a lot of trans members from the community that are in the media talking about those TV shows, those characters, those movies, those talk shows that had an impact on them as someone that is trans. And they really open up about how there's like 80% of Americans do not know anyone or have never met anyone that is trans. So the media, TV and movies can be really that educational tour so that's to understand those stories. And there really is this kind of called action at the end of it. Like, using these models to then affect change in the real world to then promote policies that support the LGBTQ community. Absolutely. This is on Net- or Netflix, yeah. yeah. Yes, and I think that it's, a, like, even if you're like, I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be interested, you'll kind of really have your eyes open to so many different things that they talk about. And I think that it's really important for, if there's parents out there that have trans kids, there's a really, um, there's a really powerful um, interview that they do with someone and how this dad had to accept his tra- trans child and how vital it was for him to accept that first so that he could help his child out. And I know that that can be very hard for a lot of parents out there to understand what's maybe going on with their child. And I think that this documentary could be very moving like that. And the whole gay rights movement really stemmed at Stonewall. Bradley, you and I have talked about that. That was started by trans women, you know, with Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Yeah, certainly women whose roles have um, been undervalued by not just our own community, but the broader community. And thankfully, a lot of people are now bringing attention to um, not only their lives, but the work they did. Yeah, and they definitely talk about it in the movie, too, and how sometimes the, um, uh, I I hate the wrong word, but like the negative portrayals 
Fortrans have come from within the own gay community. So how can we reverse that around? And it, we, both my husband and I really enjoyed this documentary. I think it's really powerful. And kind of, you know, Bradley, you and I have talked about the celluloid closet that talks about gay representation in film and TV. This is kind of like that, but like 2.0, like the next iteration of that. And whenever we can see documentaries or TV shows or movies to learn more about people unlike ourselves, it can be really powerful. And once again, a great time to watch this. What, how many ticket yeah. subs for that? So four out of five for disclosure. I definitely want people to check it out. That's awesome. And finally, there's a new season of Queer Eye, season five, on Netflix. And this show continues to move me so much. It just brings tears to my eyes. And I think it's here in 2020, a show that we need probably more than ever before. Because it's no longer the, like, not like this iteration was, but, like, it's not a kitchen makeover show. The it's old, really the- these five... The old version was um, groundbreaking in, in in the time that it was on, but mm. it, it was sort of like um, novelty. Much campier. Yeah. Campy. Yeah, there's the word. Totally. And there's nothing wrong with that, per se, but with this one, it totally reminds you about, you see the Fab Five really helping their clients love and accept themselves for whoever they are in order that they can be better in their community. And their first episode is all about them trying to help this gay minister who's in financial trouble, his parish is struggling, and how did they get him to love himself as a gay man to then be the son of God and be an inspirational pastor. And by the end of it, you are just a weepy mess. When you see someone love themselves in the way that they get their clients to do. I love this. How many ticket stubs for the new season of Queer Eye? Four and a half out of five. I mean, it's a show that's full of hope, that makes you feel good. And I think we all need that right now in 2020. Absolutely. Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies. Thank you for joining us again today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Paul. Happy Pride. Thank you. You too. Check Paul McGuire Grimes out online on all of his platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, his website, Paul's Trip to the Movies dot com. All right. Now, uh, with no further ado, let's try to squeeze in some crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. You know, dumb people doing dumb things. Seems like there's more of them each day going over and over again, oftentimes in the state of <laughs> Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. That was fun. Where are we going first? You know what? We are going to go to a place. A place. I think we're going to Florida. Yay! But things are a little stuck right now here in my... Hey, technology is hard. Yeah, you're in, in Florida. my world. Thank you very much. We are going to Florida. Okay, we are going to go to... Oh, actually, I Nope, we're going to are. New York. Sorry, I lied. We are going to New York, where um, the cops arrested 10 people for trafficking. Like drugs? Um, well, no. Okay. They were trafficking something that was illegal to sell and then something kind of confusing. Okay. The illegal to sell thing was not drugs. All right. Um, but it what was appropriate for the time of year. Sex trafficking? There is, no, there oh. is a holiday coming up and there's a specific festive event that occurs around this oh, holiday. Oh, the 4th of July. Oh, yep. oh, fireworks? Yeah. 
they had a truckload of illegal fireworks that they were planning to sell. But there was something else in there. In the fireworks? In the truckload of fireworks. Drugs. No. I really want to see if you're ever going to get to this. Do you know what it is? I know what it okay, is. Okay, fine. I'm it's being... alligators. Alligators. Yeah, isn't that weird? This is. Did they? Okay, Three so what I don't understand dead is, alligators. Were they stuffing the alligators with fireworks? Nobody knows. Oh. No, 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 no. The I don't think the gators were stuffed. I think the gators were going to be illegal regardless. I don't know. So um, weird. They apprehended and charged ten individuals in Staten Island with multiple counts of unlawfully dealing with. I'm reading right from the NYC Sheriff's uh, Twitter. Dealing with dangerous fireworks and unlawfully transporting three alligator carcasses. Oh my God! What we are not making that up. That they is say so gross. Yes. So what do you do with an alligator? Oh, I guess you could make a purse or something, or like a belt, or who knows? But I mean, what a weird mix! <laughs> like, just got some fireworks and some, uh, I need some uh, alligator carcasses. And I need some carcasses Can, of the alligator variety. Are you are you looking at? Hold on, I just want to see if you are looking at. The, yeah, you're looking at the pic. Do you see the picture of all of those fireworks? Yes, that's a lot. It's bonkers. I but no fireworks. alligators. You cannot see the alligator carcasses. I love fireworks, but please don't do them in my neighborhood. You can say that again. I was on a call last night with oh. friends from all over the United States, and we were all talking about how crazy it is, all it's the fireworks. Been, uh, and look, 4th of July, yes. Juneteenth, yes. Pick a date that um, you want to... June 26th? No. No. Yeah, like all, like all the days? No. Yeah. I'm fine with designated fireworks days because I am a closet pyro. Not really, so please, FBI, don't come after me or ATF. Um, or any letter. Yeah, any letter. No, I don't need letters <laughs> in my <laughs> life. But, um, but incessant? No, thank you. I'm with you. Man, it's just been crazy lately. And it'll always be like, you know, it's like nine something. And you will you might hear like a little pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And then like 10 o'clock. And then it goes bonkers. You're like, what are you people doing? No, it's rude. Do we have time? We no. don't have time. Fine. It's fine. We're, it's I'm fine. I'm Everything's fine. fine. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... We're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.